Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions Steve Dash, Rinko Levers. Mixing it up. We're going to stay a little bit and in, in, in entertain. Interest. Oop, wait, we're on? Okay. Hey, hey, everybody. Sorry. Little production <laughs> meeting on the fly there. I, uh, this is, uh, you know what? I am completely flustered. Do you want to just take over for me here, James? Yes, I will gladly take over because <laughs> you are a danger to yourself and others. <laughs> I am James Breakwell of At Exploding Unicorn on Twitter, and I am here with Steve Olivas, hey. a seriously disturbed human being I, and also psychologist of some sort or another, uh, allegedly. <laughs> again, he's never shown me the diplomas. And we are here once again this week to settle a, a very important question no one asked, but you all probably secretly care about yeah. and, and look down on other people for feeling differently. That's, that's what we're here to settle. <laughs> and not you and I. We have such mutual respect for each other because I think tacitly we both agree that my point of view is far more rational. It is it is amazing that you are allowed to vote. That's all I have to say. I don't know how you're considered considered of sound mind to, to do anything like is there a is there a place that we can like put in there for commentary like maybe we should take this away you know the funny thing is is when you told me just how much respect you had for my opinion you followed up with and uh, i'll probably deny this on the air so don't even bring it up and uh i you know i blame myself for putting you in that position i'm sorry for making you lie like that this uh we uh <laughs> Where, where uh, our end yes approach uh, is seriously <laughs> breaking down. We've, uh, we've switched it for very passive-aggressive insults. Ah, there ain't nothing passive about it most of the time. <laughs> What's our topic for today, Steve? All right, today we're going to do one that... Uh, this one is going to straddle the line, regardless of which side we're on, because this is one that there's like a, just a hummingbird's beak of difference between the two. It is Coke versus Pepsi. Yes, this is. There have been wars fought over this, and uh, it, that there's no resolution in sight until tonight, where after this podcast, one of those companies will probably go out of business after <laughs> one or the other. Sales will drop by four. And I have to say, we, we reached out to both Coke and Pepsi, and nobody bribed us. So no they're comment. lost. So they're no. just playing with fire now. In fact, my email got bounced back to me. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> they had their shot. We have a price. We absolutely have a price. Sure. But it is higher than zero dollars. Well, and then our follow-up emails, we kept dropping the price, and they, still, nothing. <laughs> We're not going to pay you, okay? Although if we get sued, maybe we will. We'll see. <laughs> maybe this one won't get published. Yeah, well, not a lot of luck there. Well, let's. Um, we always begin by saying something nice about each other. Why do we even do this? Do you remember how this even evolved? I think we thought that we would become too vicious, and to show that we were civilized human beings, we would say something nice. And after the second episode, we ran out of nice things. To say. <laughs> well, I I thought of something that I know. <clears throat> I had a little conversation with your wife off air, and uh, Whoa. I had to just extend my condolences and my sympathy for some of the choices she's made, and we commiserated a little bit and had too much wine and ended up just breaking down crying in each other's arms. But <laughs> The story got much more believable right there. <laughs> yeah. 
but uh, she did say that you shared one of your one of those real deep and dark hopes and dreams with her that you hope to one day run for president of your household I, of my household yeah yes i the voting block is is pretty tough i mean there's only six people here uh, they refuse to give the pig the right to vote. Wow! I mean, that, that would be a critical swing vote that I would easily win. But without that, man, I'm fighting an uphill battle. It's just me. I mean, she's got the female vote locked yeah. down. It's yeah. just, Is the pig a male? What's that? Is the, the pig, pig is female as well, but she would side with me because I feed her. And that's that's the critical difference there. She knows where her loyalties lie. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I thought I had a chance, but uh, democracy isn't fair. And then you factor the electoral college in, man. Yeah. It's, it is rigged. It is rigged. Man, well, you got to get on the blower with Russia. We'll figure this thing out. <laughs> See if they can give me some dirt on my wife to, to sway my kids <laughs> to my side. All right. All right, now you got to say right. something nice about me. That's uh, turnaround oh, being fair I, play. I certainly have something to say about you. I would like to compliment well, no, no, you. For some, the well, fact something that nice. Something nice. Something something nice. Yeah. I would like to compliment the fact that your name is Steve, and that is not the what? worst name I've ever heard. Not the best name. Not by a long <laughs> shot. Not by not by a million miles. But also not the worst name. So congratulations, I guess, to your mother for that. I the. Wow, you have taken passive aggressive to a level that is almost like not all star, but Hall of Fame. <laughs> Are you not proud of your not terrible name? Is this did I, I, did I hit a sore spot? It's not that I can't tell if I'm amused or insulted. I'm just trying to figure out how insulted I am, like on the Richter that, scale. That's fair. I'll, you know what? I'll make you a chart for next week. <laughs> <laughs> and it's binary: a lot or totally super a lot. <laughs> Just, just leave the needle on a lot. It's the only place it belongs. Wow, that was meaningless but heartfelt, James. I appreciate the effort there. <laughs> you just summed up my life right there. Ah, all right. So Coke versus right, so, Pepsi. Hey, and uh, I've yeah, got some. So, I've got some options here this week. All right. I've got uh, the Guam Quarter of Fate. I actually cleaned out uh, one of my drawers because we're selling uh, our cabinet, so I had to clean them out. I have a bicentennial 50-cent piece that I have been oh. carrying with me as a bit of a talisman for the last few days. And I have a regular, just a regular Eagle George Washington quarter. Wh which shall we flip to determine Coke versus Pepsi? I mean the Guam quarter, of course, but I have a question. What is, what is the 50-cent piece of talisman for? Like, what does that ward off? It war well, obviously not all things evil, or we wouldn't be having this conversation <laughs> right now. True, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's to bring good luck. It's to keep the black cats and the ladders and the broken windows, or uh, sorry, broken mirrors away. And yet your life is the way it is. I know, and I bring you back to the fact that we're both sitting here across from each other, and half of us all are right. wearing Look, pants. We we are both wearing pants today. It's an incredible accomplishment. <laughs> I'm sure you listened to the, all the uh, words. I, I didn't. I just selectively choose which ones I want to hear, and I chose to hear that you're wearing pants, and we're all very proud of your continuing progress as a human being. That's Flip the Guam Quarter. All right. So heads will be Coke, tails will be Pepsi, and that is for you. Yes? Yes. Yes. All right. Here we go. Well, all right. Did you fail at flipping again? I have a little bit of influence because it bounced off the table and I caught it and then sort of flipped it back onto the table, but it is tails. You have Pepsi. I have Pepsi. Well, thank goodness I have Pepsi because I have the product of youth, and that is what? that is who Pepsi what? has always. 
What? It's, it's who it's marketed towards. The young, hip, with it crowd. The Bob Dole commercial notwithstanding. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's always been youthful and vibrant. It, it's not afraid to redesign its can and go, go looking for new things, new angles. I mean, that's, that's where the future is. And it's, it's ever so slightly sweeter than Coke. So, like, if you just sit down for, for a quick drink, one-to-one, a Pepsi tastes better, and there are taste tests to back mm. that up. Mm. That's, that's why. And let me say this about mm. Pepsi. Yeah. Pepsi has never changed their formula. Unlike Coke, which panicked, went to new Coke, <laughs> and changed back, and also at one point had cocaine. Like, when you talk about Coke, what is Coke even? It's been so many things. Pepsi is Pepsi. It knows what it is. There's no identity crisis there. Pepsi is the superior drink. Pepsi, <clears throat> I fondly refer to as uh, the, the nectar of the idiots, Pepsi. That Coke has been a tried and true, it has been a standby for well over a hundred years. Pepsi was invented when, like, somebody put a little too much sugar in Coke back in the late 60s. I think that's exactly how it worked. Pepsi is marketed to young kids because young kids like sugar and sweet and all of that syrupy, sappy, whatever Pepsi happens to be. It's not, the only thing that it has that resembles Coke is that little bit of cola that it puts in for flavoring. Other than that, it's just, it's like drinking fructose right out of the tapper. Coke, and by the way, Coke didn't panic in 1986 with new Coke. Coke said, what can we do to improve upon our product that uh, we know? Yes, Coke was saying, we already own the lion's share of the market. You know what happened with that? That what happened, again, is because Pepsi (laughs) is the sweeter product. So when you drink something one time, one drink against another taste test, Coke got crushed every time in their tests. And they're like, oh, my God, what can we do? I know. Let's make Coke taste more like Pepsi. And they switched it, and their sales plummeted because nobody wanted to buy it. Because they said, why would I buy Coke that tastes like Pepsi when I could just buy Pepsi, the tried-and-true form that didn't have to copy anything else? And then Coke said, to hell with it. Let's just switch back. We're already failing here. Let me, and also, uh, yeah. let's, get into, let's get into animal exploitation a little bit here. Animal those polar bears, those poor, endangered polar bears. And here, Coke is using their image to sell, to sell a sugary drink. Who does that? Coca-Cola executives do that. Those polar bears are frolicking. You cannot be depressed and frolic at the same time. There's a word for that, Steve. It's called propaganda. (laughs) Those bears are enjoying life because they are high on the spirit of Coca-Cola. Coke invented Santa Claus. What could be more pure than Santa Claus? Ask your kids next time you pop the cap on a Pepsi, what would a world without Santa Claus be like, baby? And you're going to hear exactly what it's going to be like. you got to have Coke. If one has to go, it's got to be Pepsi because otherwise Santa disappears. And Coke, let me just boil your argument down to a syllogism here. Coke tasted more like Pepsi, sales plummeted. What does that tell you exactly? That people don't like Pepsi, that Coke went back to the old Coke, and now it is king. It tells me that people don't like imitations. People sense a knockoff. 
If you're going to be the inferior pop, be the inferior pop. Don't be the inferior pop pretending to be the superior pop. And as for Santa Claus, it is appropriate that Coke's leading contribution to human society is to create a lie, an <laughs> ongoing lie. <laughs> oh. you, know what, you know what a world without Santa looks like? It looks like the world my kids grow up in because they don't believe in Santa Claus, and they're so much better for it because I don't have the energy to lie to them and tell the truth later. I just said this is the way the world is. There is no Santa Pepsi is better than Coke. Deal with it. And now they're practically mini adults. They have I've progressed their life by an entire <laughs> stage because of that, because we cut Coke out of the mix. And they want nothing more than to move out from their father's home. That's why they've got to be. Your kids are going to be getting jobs pretty soon. They're two years old. That would be amazing. I, I would be a parenting prodigy. People would buy my parenting books if I had <laughs> a 70-year-old getting a job. Holy cow. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I can't even believe you didn't even yell spoiler alert or turn the radio down if you have children in the car. Adults don't even listen to this podcast. <laughs> there's a child out there who accidentally clicked on this. There's no way. What if no there way. Is, there's a child out there right now that needs therapy because of James Breakwell? And it's not going to be the first, by the way. You're you're a psychologist. What do you what do you think about lying to children? I mean, is this is this just part of your practice? You know what? You're absolutely right. Doing a podcast with you and putting it out there is going to put a deck on the back of my house at some point because <laughs> of all the people that'll be traumatized and driven into therapy. I think you're going to do on that deck is jump off. It's going to be so ashamed of shilling Coke when Pepsi is a superior product. Is that when you have a house party? What, what kind of pop do you stock? You stock Pepsi, of course. You don't stock Coke. No. My what? Now, I will, in a pinch, drink Pepsi if it is a restaurant or a fast food place that has a contract with Pepsi. My wife will go thirsty before she drinks Pepsi. She is Coke all the way, so when you ask, what do we stock? If I brought Pepsi into this house, there would be divorce proceedings by the next morning. I wouldn't dare. Yeah, I, you know what? Your wife's list of grievances against you is so long. Like, <laughs> Pepsi wouldn't even make the top thousand. There's no way. No way. I, you don't understand how passionate she is for Coke. And that's You know what? That's another knock on Coke is Coke creates zealots. It's created this whole industry of people who honestly, even though Pepsi is obviously demonstrably superior, it's not that much superior, but yet people cling to the inferior Coke because there's so much merchandise out there. I mean, type in Coca-Cola on eBay and that's half of eBay. It's just people selling knockoff imitation antique Coke machines. I mean, it's everywhere. And why is it everywhere? Because the, the drink itself is so bad, they had to create a secondary market of, of the swag to go along with Coke to get people to buy into the myth. You know, you believe in Santa Claus, you believe in swag, you believe in fake taste. It's uh, the twice whole, it's you the, did that. It, 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 it's the Coca-Cola myth machine, man. It's got to, you got to put a stop to it. Swag does not have a CH in it. It's swag. When, it, when it's Coca-Cola, they put the swag in it. <laughs> and second of all, am I supposed to buy the premise that half of eBay is Coke material, Coke merchandise? Go type it in right now. Half. Go type it in. Half. And you, we'll see. You know, if any leg that your argument stands on is faulty, the whole thing collapses like a house <laughs> of cards. That That's exactly how it works. It's slight hyperbole, but I bet you there's more. <laughs> there's no such thing as slight hyperbole! Any, there, I guarantee you that Coca Cola has more merchandise on there than any other single product. You know, I had more hair when we started this podcast in July. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You're not going to look good with or without hair. I wouldn't even <laughs> worry about it. 
And can we talk about giving children cocaine? Like the very oh my God. Coca-Cola is is giving children cocaine as an ingredient. And they sold it like this for years. Like this is how have there not been reparations? How have there not been retroactive <laughs> damages? How many how many children were ruined? Like, can you imagine? putting cocaine in a drink today and selling it like that for a decade can you imagine the lawsuits even even years later you know it was a simpler time where are the class action lawsuits i mean let's go let's go do some autopsies and figure out who was scarred by residual coca-cola coke damage and (laughs) and get this thing settled up once and for all it It, probably explains the way you are you probably inherited it (laughs) down the line genetic damage all those messed up chromosomes again Coke, so much. they did that during the simpler time. It was the 1800s and the early 1900s. They learned and they moved on. Pepsi, if you remember, talk about screwing with kids. Pepsi, if you remember, had those summertime blast or whatever the promotion was that summer cans that if you stacked three of them and turned them just right, the word sex magically appeared down the side. And I think, what kind of marketing do you have to concoct to try to compete with Coke that you're that desperate? That Coca-Cola, that's the red, it's the white, it is the standard. Kids can spell sex out of anything. Those are three of the 26 letters in the alphabet. It is not exclusive to Pepsi. You give you give kids anything and they can make it dirty. They can cut out freaking, you know, letters from a magazine and spell sex. They can type sex in a keyboard. Sex is everywhere, Steve. Don't blame Coke or don't blame Pepsi for sex. Although it is much sexier than Coke, we can all agree on that. Obviously, of, you don't remember what anyone. I'm talking about because in 1996, your parents hadn't met yet. But there was a time, and it was the designs on the cans. It wasn't letters per se, but the letters, they just they floated into focus if you put the cans just right. That's just dirty pool. That's this, Pepsi this desperately like trying to appeal. People go back through Disney movies trying to play it backwards and pause it at weird times to try to hear people muttering sex. Like There's a whole conspiracy thing about it. And that's, and that's where you're going with this thing is conspiracy. Conspiracy. What I'm giving you are facts, lies about Santa Claus, which you admitted, you know, <laughs> the, 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 the swag or swag, if you will, when it pertains to Coca-Cola, the cocaine in the drinks, the flip flopping on the on the recipe because they tried to imitate. And then they backtracked. I mean, these are facts. You and your you and your crazy Pepsi sex talk. That's just, that's just <laughs> you know what that is. That's like they didn't have Snopes back then is what it is like. What is this? This spells sex. You know what? You twist it around more, it smells something else. I'm surprised you know the Snopes trial and what that was all about. Congratulations. (laughs) You are are twisting my words. I can't even tell if you're being sarcastic right now. You know what? Because you don't have good drinks in your life. You eat your cereal dry and you drink the inferior product on the cola machine. Now, Coke, Coke, all it has to do is rest on its laurels of we are the better tasting drink, and we're the drink that grown-ups take. Grown-ups drink beer. Let's agree on that much, at least. Well, like... is what you drink when you're sad and you have the designated driver after drive everybody home. <laughs> at least take a little bit of that sadness away and let them have Pepsi, and they have enough sugar to at least stay awake and be happy. Well, we, little happiness. we can't keep people awake with this ridiculous argument anymore. We got to get out of here. Thank God. I mean, I can't, I can't listen to you be wrong anymore. This is, this is just getting disturbing. <laughs> yeah, well, How much did Coca-Cola pay you? How much of that $0 check did they cut It was you? just south of zero. 
just oh, I'm jealous. You, I know your bribe was much better than what <laughs> I got. <laughs> you got a sound beating from a big guy that showed up at the door wearing a Pepsi <laughs> shirt. Well, tell us what you think. Get in a, get a hold of us. Get in hold with us. I don't even know what prepositions to use anymore. And James actually knows what a preposition is, so that will edge into a territory with which he is familiar. But get in touch with us on Facebook or on Twitter. James is on Twitter. He's everywhere at Exploding Unicorn with the X, and he is on Facebook, Exploding Unicorn with the E. I'm at Steve Olivas, O-L-I-V-A-S on Twitter. And uh, let us know show ideas, too. We're only, we're, <laughs> we're very, um, we're limited by the amount of intelligence that we can rub together between the two of us. And so if you have a topic that you would like to hear us debate, let us know. And uh, speaking of topics, let's just portend a bit into next week. James, you are the keeper of the topics. What do we got for next week? I have absolutely no idea. Fantastic. All right. Until then, this is Steve Olivas for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you.